0: Merry Christmas. How will you have your best year ever? We'll be talking about that with two of my favorite people, Jeff Chanakovo from Gardner's Mattress and More and Chris Tahaney from Protect the Bed on Episode 11 of the Pete Primo Show. The show is brought to you by my f- free Facebook group, Pete Primo Sales and Marketing. Join today. This week's guests are Jeff Janakovo from Gardner's Mattress and More in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, and Chris Tahaney from Protect the Bed from the windy city of Chicago. Guys, Merry Christmas.
1: Well, Merry Christmas to you, Pete. Merry Christmas, gentlemen. Honored to be here with you this morning. Uh, All the best to you and your families and your customers.
0: So everyone should know that Chris is my boss at Protect the Bed. And our first question of the day is what are you
1: thankful for you guys got anything? So, or uh, go. To- sure Chris, sure thank you uh, yeah thank you again for having me pete um i, I think first of all i just want to say that you're doing a phenomenal job with the show uh you always have done with your social media groups and uh uh i really appreciate being here on a, a very special time uh with some good friends um so your question is uh i'm, I'm sorry I repeat that i was just so excited to uh express my my, my, what, are jovial, you thankful uh, for? my what i'm yeah. thankful for well i'm thankful for well, i'll tell you what it's uh um we're gonna i'm gonna talk about this i'm sure uh over the next couple of questions but uh, uh what i'm thankful for is uh uh that uh the three of us are are we're, we're we we are we are we are fighting back and we are winning. It's been a very tough year. Um, it would have literally been impossible without good people, uh, both uh, uh, both in terms of uh, colleagues internally, but also with uh, our customer base, uh, the people that we network with. And uh, and I gotta tell you, it's uh, looking back on this year, I've I've it's it's gonna be. Uh, I hate to say the word Sistine Chapel, but it's probably arguably the it's not even over yet but the uh year that i'm most uh thankful for in this industry to be honest with you awesome jeff what are you thankful for
2: brother yeah kind of follow up on what chris said there i mean it it might seem very odd to say this but i am thankful for the year this push gave me personally uh professionally within the network of people that I know and trust and, and love. And that's this group here uh, and many others. Um, I will say it was, it, it's odd to say it like that, right? But it, um, it was a very, very good push. I, I wish I was pushed in a different way, but I also don't think, I don't think that the the results would have been the same if it was any less intensive the push that was 2020 because, um, yeah. you know, there's been diff- there's been difficult years. I was a young rep, I was just taken off and we had Katrina. Then we had the the Great Recession. I had I, you know, I had two mortgages. I was hooked on two mortgages in the Great Recession for about uh, six weeks at one point. Um, I didn't push myself nearly as hard then as I did this year. Um, And I I certainly didn't have two mortgages this time around. Uh, And I didn't have newborn kids uh, and young babies, you know? So, uh, so yeah, that's what I'm thankful for. As odd as that sounds, um, that's what I'm thankful for.
0: So, what am I thankful for? I am thankful- Oh yeah, sorry, Pete, what are you thankful for? I am thankful for the fact that I finally, figured out how to lose weight in 2020 i went from about 250 maybe just under 250 to 216 and i have something now figured out that i think i can do the rest of my life which i'm excited about and you dropped some weight too jeff how much weight have you dropped jeff Uh, a little bit 25 26 pounds I can see it in your face and chris you continue to do amazing things hey chris tell everybody how much you weighed at your the height and how much you weigh now uh you know when i first met you you were almost double what you
1: are now um yeah so the um uh i mean rock bottom is the term that i usually phrase it at but uh (laughs) i was actually pushing those numbers way way up there at one point and uh uh i want to say that um at my peak i was just under 375 um something something that uh reflect if I, if it was going to be one regret that i have in my life it was that i allowed myself to get in that position it was definitely all self-inflicted um to date i am down i'm sustaining where i'm at now but i'm down about 160 um i I'm, I'm i'm running into a situation where i could probably use your advice at some point um, and, uh, you know, maybe, maybe pick your brain as far as how you've been so successful, uh, cause it's starting to get more and more challenging, the more weight you lose, it starts to get more and more challenging. But, uh, uh, one thing I could definitely be sure of is I'm never going to be going back to those days. I know that for certain, i I'm very determined for that. And I got plenty of motivation with my family and friends, uh, making sure that I ever get in that position. And, uh, I'm proud that I've de-idiified myself.
0: You should be, you should be. And do you want to know something, you know, listen, I struggled with my weight, my whole life. And, uh, I was very glad that I was able to put that to bed. So, uh, I am thankful for the year that I didn't want. I didn't want these challenges. Look at that. Wow. I didn't want these That's challenges. That's great, Chris.
2: Congratulations.
0: That's Congratulations to you guys, too. It's not easy. No, it's not. It's not. Um, I was thankful that I had a boss at Protect the Bed who wasn't willing to take no for an answer for our customers who actually went to the warehouse and shipped product out. I'm thankful for that, Chris. I have photographic evidence. I have yes. photographic
2: evidence of that, don't we,
1: Pete? Of Chris on a on a yeah. uh when he we did got as a uh, forklift license. Yes. I, yeah. I I do. I have an additional skill that I, I can now put on my resume. So if I ever want to get a side job at Sam's Club down the street, I can do that. So I and it have was my pleasure. It. it was my pleasure, fellas. My pleasure. Absolutely. If it weren't for you guys, uh it would have been I still probably would have done it to be honest with you, but uh um guys like you, it made it easy for me to want to do that.
0: I have a saying that nobody knows how good you can be until they know how bad you can be and situations happened this year that made us have to get creative, made us have to work harder, made us have to to do a gut check. What am I willing to give? What am I willing to give this business to make sure it's successful? And if I got to give more, I'm going to give more. And both of you guys have done it. Jeff, you're one of the few customers that actually tried to buy from me. Um, And and I love you for it. As a matter of fact, I remember when you gave Protect the Bed their ultimatum (laughs) years ago. (laughs) Um, I remember that as well.
2: (laughs) I I was going to say, Chris, I think you're on that call.
0: (laughs) I am am thankful for Justin Trumbo from Bed Tech. Uh, Him and Henry uh who i affectionately uh referred to as the diamond crusted uh unicorn um who will do anything for our Second customers style. yeah and jeff's jeff's a a great customer of bed tech and uh those guys were absolute champs absolute champs um and You know, Ed from Englander did a great job. He, he shipped when nobody else would ship and I am very thankful for, for that. And the other thing that I'm thankful for are the guys in the background right now, Billy and Simon from get super cereal. You know, I did a podcast before and I did everything. I recorded it. I produced it. I published it. I did everything. So i'm gonna actually just go out into a full-out commercial right now let me just take a moment to talk about get super Serial. my production team and sponsors of this show get super Serial makes it easy for me to do the show years ago i started my own podcast and i did everything it was a lot of work and the easiest part is showing up and doing the interview the hard stuff for me was everything else i have billy and simon at Get Super Serial to take care of everything for me. I just show up, I do the interview and they do all the other things I can't do or I don't wanna do. And it's really, I don't wanna do them. I record my interview and they handle the tech and the marketing. My show turns up on Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter, and all the podcast platforms. If you wanna start your own show, it's never been easier than with the guys at Get Super Serial about how they can help you start your own show, book a free call at Get Super Serial. That's Serial, C-E-R-E-A-L, C-E-R-E-A-L GetSuperSerial.com. And that's my commercial. I'm very, very thankful Simon and Billy for you guys. You guys make my life easy and I'm having fun. I guess I should be thankful that I restarted my, my uh, podcast, not just as a podcast, but as a as a show uh, that's on YouTube and it's also on all the podcast platforms. So guys, we all have a lot to be thankful for. Um, The other thing I should be thankful for if I look back on the last 20 years, uh, not to be a pure capitalist about this, but I am a capitalist and I'm a proud capitalist. And this was my best year in terms of net income despite everything. And guys, if I could have shipped my furniture orders, it would have been two to three times my best year ever. But yeah, it's, my furniture guys just couldn't.
2: I've heard that, you know, there's I hold you in a certain esteem and there's a couple other reps that I know in that that I would hold in that same uh same circle, right? They've all said the same thing, best year ever. Now, I remember distinct conversations with you, Pete, you know, Chris, we talked early on uh, some of these other reps, but I mean, you know, you, you talked the end of March, April when, you know, some, some, some big players in the industry, you know, pulled 10, 20, $30 million in orders, just canceled them. This is stuff yeah. that's like, not just on paper, this is stuff in factories cut, you know, in various states of ready to ship cuttings to being ready to go on a container if it could uh, just canceled. I mean, you're, you're, you're talking about some serious doom and gloom. And then to be sitting here where we are, uh, yeah. it's pretty remarkable. I mean, our business, we're gonna actually finish, it's gonna be a race to the end. It's, you know, the, the weekend between Christmas and New Year's for us is always a strong week. How strong is going to depend, you know, uh, where we finish in the up in the up spectrum of things. But up, up, and we were closed for three months essentially. Um, so I think that's really something to be grateful for and thankful for. And when um, when you look at it, uh, you know, that's you know that's again why I'm grateful for this push that we had this year uh, because you know what you know we if we did really great in in light of tremendous adversity uh you know we would have done really more better without that in our way i think so we've had a great learning lesson this year and uh i'm thankful for it and that's what
0: i'll say awesome and i forgot one other thing that i'm thankful for and that is uh bill bush at i love my pillow uh formerly known as i love my pillow now i love pillow i love mattress lmp worldwide out of michigan they do a great job and bill does a great job um, and i just wanted to give him a shout out and uh, thank you bill for all the hard work that you do in two years you have taken a company that was a good company and you're making us into a great company so appreciate you bill um here's another Is question making pillows great again Yes, he is making pillows great again. <laughs> um,
2: I'm sorry, I couldn't help it. I'm the mischievous. I know elephant. it was it,
0: it, it was there, and uh, and and you grabbed it. So, what did you guys learn this year? Um, a lot of lessons this year. You know, usually uh, when things are easy, you don't tend to learn as much when things get tough and they really get tough and it's get gut check time you learn a lot about yourself you learn about your companies you learn about your customers you learn about who your friends really are so what you guys learn this year you learned how? yeah chris i'm going to tell you what you learned you learned how to to run a toe lift you learned how to pick orders. You learned how I to did. be better at warehouse stuff
1: than warehouse guys. <laughs> okay. I, you know, I, it, it, for, for, as funny as that sounds, I mean, I, I don't really, I wouldn't deny that to be honest with you. And, and I think that if I had to step in there immediately right now, um, I could do that and I can make contributions, um, uh, as far as what I've learned, um, and just i think that you just kind of alluded to this a little bit um uh i learned um to appreciate um how loyal a customer can be um in hindsight i've had loyal customers for a very long time but in the face of adversity um i learned that um they are amazing people and um I'm at a loss for words as I reflect back on it, because the the very easiest thing to do when you're when you're tackled with adversity is I just want to get out of this situation as quickly as possible. What is my quickest avenue to do that? Is it calling another vendor? Uh, Is it completely getting out of the category outright for some? Unfortunately, it's do I even want to do this business anymore? Do I even want to deal with the rigor morale of of being in business? And. uh, Um, when you're, when you're dealing with that adversity and, um, you see that you have customers that are still willing to support your business, even at times when you're letting them down, um, and you hold yourself to such a high standard and you beat yourself up over it, uh, to the extent where, and in fairness to, you know, my teammates, it wasn't just, uh, you know, I've, where I benefit is I live relatively, uh, local, uh, but, uh, we, as some of my colleagues were coming in from California, Arizona um um tennessee pennsylvania. pennsylvania where my boss is headquartered um there there really was something special about um just what's what's inside what's what what turns somebody away from just saying you know what ain't my problem there ain't nothing i can do they just have to learn to live with it um things are tough everywhere it's not just our company that's letting people down um hopefully we'll pull out of this um we learned through no other reason than we appreciate our customer's loyalty. We were willing to do things that we typically would not have done. And that's really what makes great leaders, great characters is just when you have that inspiration to do things that you otherwise wouldn't normally do. Um, and I'm thankful that my customer makes me like that.
0: That's awesome. Jeff, what
1: did you learn this year?
2: yeah i mean i learned um you know people made they they had two you know two ways they handled covid right they handled the pandemic and all that it put on their plate uh they would make excuses or they would find ways to level up and you know i yeah i remember many many times throughout this year where there's been examples where you had excuses and you had people reaching new levels um i hope when i look at the end of this year everybody could say there's new levels found i firmly believe that in myself um <clears throat> you know the one thing i learned about myself is m- where my strengths really truly lie uh they lie in creating new assets for a business creating new process um putting into play <laughs> There's the, uh, there's the reindeer antlers. I've got those here too. Um, but, uh, maybe I'll trade those out in a minute, but anyway, um, I've learned, I've learned, I've really focused in on where my strengths are and I think every business owner, every entrepreneur, uh, everybody that takes, (coughs) excuse me, everybody that takes on their role as though, uh, they're in command, which I would Chris, I would certainly put you in that, in that, uh, in that statement, um, you know, you have to, you have to realize what your strengths are and what your weaknesses are and really try to set yourself up to play always to your strengths and not get sucked in. As an example, yesterday, uh, I'm at the store, I answer the phone and uh, we, you know, I'm, I'm a pretty transparent guy. So we had a, we had an incident Friday where we had a damaged box spring. Um, we had a little bit of a breakdown and how that was communicated back to the team. And I brought the team together, and I just said, "Listen, that's unacceptable. It is unacceptable for our customer to go three days wondering what we're doing about the product we damaged. If we want to be like Mattress Firm, let's have them go th- three more days. If we want to be Gardner's Mattress and more, you all know what to do. Let's fix it." And that was the end of it. Everybody, everybody in the team, kind of immediately realized what happened. I got, you know, I, I grabbed the paperwork. I saw what happened. I didn't need to go on about why what happened happened. We just realized, hey, this is this is the problem, and here's how it's going to get fixed. And then I moved on. You know, there, there's there's been a time in my past where I, that would ruin my day. I would be just so upset over that, and that just can't like that just can't be part of who I am to bring bigger strength, bigger result, bigger success to gardeners. It just can't, there's no room for that anymore. So you as a business owner, you need to figure out if you're listening to this, you need to figure out where those strengths are and really play to them. I'm very fortunate with my business partner, Ben, where all of my weaknesses are all of his strengths. It was never planned that way, um, but that is the way it works. And I'd like to think that I've got some strengths where there's weakness for Ben. Uh, But I think the, the in the balance of scales, there's far more uh, strengths on the Ben side of the scale uh, than there is on my side. So I'm always working to uh, bring um, bring more to the plate for our partnership and for our business always. So,
0: yeah. I learned that there's a whole nother gear of what we believe is service. Um, Chris exemplified that. And I wanna I want just give a shout out to all my dealers and Jeff, you're one of my best dealers. And I want to say this to you and to everybody, you guys helped me hold it together when I was actually losing it. I was so disappointed in some of my manufacturers at different times. I was literally pulling what little hair I have out of my head. And you guys were the voice of reason. And we're calming me down and telling me, Pete, you're not the only one. You're, you're, your vendors are not the only one with problems They're Everybody's having problems, everybody, you know, having problems with delivery. It's not just you. So shout out to you and, and a big thank, thank you to you, Jeff, for your patience and thank you. You know, you, you, you made some very strategic moves that I want to mention because I think it's important for other retailers to hear this. There were times where you moved away from your model, which is generally a order as little as possible and flow it every week model to you grabbed some merchandise up at times. Uh, when, it, when it was available to protect your company. And you know you saved a lot of sales. You saved jobs in your company by doing that. And it's, it's, it's a lesson for all of us that, you know what? We need to be flexible. And, you know, I, one of the things that I love and I still love it. I'm 60 years old. I love going out in my car and going belly to belly and visiting in my retailers. I love it. I, I love it more than I could ever begin to tell you. And I couldn't do it. And I literally felt like I was handcuffed. I, It was horrible for me initially, mentally and emotionally that I was not going to be able to see my dealers. And, you know, I had probably all the same thoughts. Most reps did you know, what am I going to do? How am I going to do it? And, And very quickly I realized, do you want to know something? I have a lot of contact with my reps, with my customers. By email, I have a lot of contact. By phone, I can use email. I can use phone. And one of the things that I did is I direct mailed. I mailed things to my dealers, like to to my to to my dealers every two weeks, something uh, during the shutdown, just to stay in touch and to touch in a different way. So I think one of the things that I learned is it doesn't always have to be belly to belly that, you know, you can have an impact with your customer over the phone. You can have an impact with your customer on a podcast like this. I mean, there's a lot of ways to touch your customers. So that's part of what I learned. Um, You You know, know, one of the things that, that, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Jeff.
2: Well, finish your thought and then I'll, I'll, I'll add to
0: it. I just wanted to, to make a mini commercial and say, this show's available as a podcast on your favorite platform, search for the Pete Primo show, because you might be watching this on video. You don't have time to watch it and you're going to be driving for two hours. So pull up your, it doesn't matter what your platform is. Billy and Simon had me on every one of them. Just plug in the Pete Primo show and you'll find us. Go ahead, Jeff.
2: Yeah. Uh, just a, a follow-up to the follow-up on the commercial. One of the easiest podcasts to search, because you just type Pete, P-R-I, and there it is. Uh so one of the easiest podcasts to uh to uh pick up. That's how I've been picking up the episodes uh as of late. But anyway, um, you know, I was gonna add, Pete, about the the shift and how, you know, factories and retailers and their representation, you know, their reps work together. You know, it's interesting to me. Um there's there's probably three reps out there that don't realize we closed our outlet store.
0: Oh, my Which Lord. is pretty
2: sad. Yeah, it's pretty sad. Because uh, yeah, I've heard great. from them the exact same amount of times I heard from them last year, uh, throughout this year. Um, so, you know, that's, that's a sad commentary. Um, I think the other thing that's interesting, uh, other than the, the, the guys on the line here, today um, because we have conversations about the gardener's floor all the time between the three of us. Um, But there's going to be some reps that are going to be pretty shocked when they can and and do start making the rounds again as to what our floor looks like. Now, we still have partnerships with them, but it's changed. Now, there's devices, there's tools that exist that, that we could, you know, we could FaceTime, we could get on a Zoom and you know screen share through the phone flip the camera around and, and you can walk the floor that way you know so you know reps that are listening to this manufacturers that are listening to this there, there are devices to make this work you know, no they're not ideal and it's not all the same and um it requires a little more effort but boy i mean this is the year of effort um, and if you put it in you succeeded and and again to my retailer friends i'll say keep grinding and keep pushing because there's a lot of people that just stopped. I remember this was just downright shameful. Um, When Wolf Furniture went out of business, uh, as the the pandemic rolled out, um, they left a ton of people high and dry. And there was another retailer in their market, in one of their markets. um, I won't say the retailer, I won't say the market, but I'll I'll say what I'll say. when the pandemic hit, not only did they close their doors, um, they turned their phones off entirely. You couldn't you couldn't leave a message. Uh, they just they just packed it up and went home. What a terrible that, thing to do! I mean, what what a missed opportunity. Meanwhile, I put up a website, screwedbywolf.com, which you can go 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 see now, and you can see we tried to make some hay uh out of nothing was that applause chris yes it was absolutely yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, it, it's still up.
2: Um, you know look we did we, we ended up probably doing about 15 grand in sales did it was was it was it anything a consequence no but you know what we made some customers we made a little bit of money while we did it they were immensely grateful that they were able to find a solution uh, we helped people coached them up on how to get credit card refunds. Two folks I connected to my personal credit card processor um, and said, I'm not sure exactly, I'm not promising anything. My guy Rich can't promise you anything, but he's in the know. I mean, this guy processes, you know, tens of millions of credit card transactions through his book of business a year. Um, So if anybody's, if if you're gonna get close to anybody, it's, it's Rich to help you try to navigate getting your credit card refunded through a bankruptcy discharge. You know, th- that's 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 the essence of small business. That's the essence of, of being an entrepreneur, a business owner, finding finding and creating ways to grind. I mean, I have I have this hat here on my Chris. You'll like this. Pete, you're not a drinker, but my Booker's bottle or, or my Booker's case. <laughs> um, but alchemist, I mean, this is this is my skill right? This is what I do. I, I say, I love the creation process, the art of alchemy. That's where it's at for me. Um, and what I enjoy the most. And, you know, that little screwed by Wolf campaign, it's fun. It's tongue in cheek and Pennsylvania, that domain, I'm surprised nobody's tried to buy it from me. Um, given our governor's last name, but, um, yeah. <laughs> maybe that'll happen. Uh, but, uh, you know, that's the kind of thing like, you know, you look at it it took me literally a day, uh, off and on throughout the office time when I put it up to get it done. And we put it out on Facebook, put some boost dollars behind it and off it went. And but it's not about the result. It was about helping the I I believe it was like nine or 11 sets of customers. Uh, It wasn't a lot. But Boy, were they were they relieved when they got help? And uh, I'd like to think we made a customer for life there. If if you're not able to do it there, really, again, that's on the retailer for screwing it up in the future. Um, so anyway, uh,
1: that's 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 my feeling. I feel like, I feel like I need to undo a boneheaded moment. I thought that you were talking about Governor Wolf when you did that website. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, maybe guys, maybe I gotta- someday.
0: I got to right. pay the bill so i'm going to read a quick chapter and uh jeff you're in this and so is simon so it is if you have your book at home it is chapter 10 power of a mastermind being a business owner can be a lonely experience at times especially when it comes to developing and evaluate evaluate a new marketing ideas and promotions this is why few successful business owners are doing it on their own instead have some type of go-to network for bouncing ideas around napoleon hill coined the the mastermind the term mastermind in his law of success which he wrote in the 1920s and it's still applicable to you today the coming together of like-minded individuals for a common purpose can result in amazing things. This is why I have been a part of similar groups for years. You can do the same thing by creating a group of local success-oriented business owners, meet in once a month. I know you, you've done that for years, Jeff, uh, in your local community. Um, you can ask also several key customers to be part of an ongoing customer advisory panel to help you uh, flush out opportunity, Mark, appropriate marketing programs, try it and see for yourself how the power of a mastermind can result in amazing things. My dinners at the furniture market are actually the beginning of a mastermind. I bring dealers from non-competing geographies together and marketing experts for dinner at high point, usually at Fleming's in Greensboro. Man, that just begs are we going to ever have market again, huh? Uh, We share success stories. We share resources to help dealers make more money. Everyone likes a great meal, but learning how to make more money from a fellow store owner is something my dealers love. Our last dinner, fellow mattress store owner and marketing extraordinaire, Jeff Janakovo, and the testimonial guru, Simon Aronowitz, who actually produces this show, shared so many great ideas that my dealers that I thought my dealer's heads were going to pop. I mean, it was fun and educational at the same time. My good friend and former co-host of the no BS marketing and more podcast for furniture and mattress stores, which is my original podcast. Doug Stewart was like a kid in a candy store. We all had fun learning from each other that night. Dealers shared resources with each other. I mean, we were talking about finance programs, finance companies, all kinds of Different ideas on on making money uh, with with your store. Dealers shared uh, resources with each other that reduced their costs and made them more money. One dealer had a printer who prints good quality flyers for much less than anyone at the table had ever heard of. Another dealer had a great resource for financing. I was really proud of my dealers when they swapped phone numbers and promised to stay in touch with each other. When it was time to leave, I could tell. No one wanted to leave. It was a great experience for all masterminding with other furniture and mattress store owners is a great way to grow your knowledge quickly. In a properly structured mastermind, there are serious accountability mechanisms put into place. This helps you get done what you commit to the fastest way to success is through a well-run mastermind. And I might add this hot seats are useful where you bring a problem to a to a group that you respect and they all uh jeff at one of the seminars that i went to that you had uh you and ben and uh, mike capuzzi uh did hot seats and that's very beneficial um so guys any thoughts on that real quick
2: well i mean i have the book law of success it's a book I read I do every too. year, this time of year, actually.
0: So I, I read it every year you know, too, as well.
2: The, um, the thing I would say there, I mean, not a lot of people even today know who Napoleon Hill is, you know, the Tim ferrisses of the world, the Seth Godin's of the world, you know, they rule, uh, Gary Vaynerchuk's of the world, they rule the airways in the business, you know, kind of the business mindset share, but and they're great i mean listen I, i'm not I, you can't possibly argue their success but if you really want to dig in find out who they are trying to emulate um you know go go that level deeper and then that level deeper get to the root the root source if you will um i think so many people you know don't address the root cause of problems right um so you know if you're trying to get there, you need to have really great information to be able yeah. to solve the problem and and like my personal library, the you know I've got two shelves right above me here. Uh, I've got my stack of books that I'm going through at any given time back here. you know um, that there, this one here. and what you got there the Newest one, the newest one. Uh, unreasonable success, how to achieve it by Richard Koch. Fantastic guy wrote, you know, the, the godfather of the 80 20 principle, um, really just, really just a good dude, uh, you know, unbelievably successful, um, and can really teach a business owner how to be a successful business owner. Um, so Those are, those are the kinds of, that's how I look for information. I try to go to the source of the source, if you will, get to the root of the problem, get to the root of, you know, the inception point in things. Um,
0: that's, that's where I try to go. One of the interesting things would be to go take Seth Godin, then go directly to Dan Kennedy and then go down further go to capels, go to all the great marketers of yesteryear that Dan learned yep. from even, and, and go back yep. to generations and, and read it. It's still applicable today, guys. It really is. So I'm going to share with you guys a few books just because the subject came up. So this little book, sales proverbs wisdom of ages by Dan Jordan. I love this book. I read two to three pages of it. I mean, I'm just going to, I'm just going to go to a page and I'm just going to read some here. Uh, I'll just give you a couple real, real quick. If your thoughts are wise, your actions and decisions will be wise. The answer is never found outside of yourself. The answer is never found outside of yourself. The same answer fixes every sales and prospect and challenge. Talk to more people. For the squirrel, preparing for the future is her entire purpose for living. So too is it for humans who want a successful future. Just a little bit out of that book. I talked about this a little while ago, the bonus round by Patrick Tinney, and I did a whole show on it. This guy is a salesman salesman. This the, in this book is a partial history of the advertising business. And it's really written for selling B two B, but any salesperson can learn a lot from this book, even a retail salesperson and all retailers should actually read this book, this book you don't even know about. I don't even know if I ever talked to you about this, Jeff. Virtual Selling by Jeb Blunt. Jeb did a great Mm. book. And thank you, Victor Antonio uh, for Sales After Dark that recommended this book to me because that's a lot of what I'm doing now is virtual selling. And I hope that that changes. But this book, this book is a crazy good book. A Mind for Sales by Mark Hunter. I see that Mark Hunter, a mind for sales. He wrote this book probably a year ago. When did he publish it? He published it right when that damn pandemic started and I was wigging out. And let me tell you something, this book helped me reorient my, my thought process and made me realize that guess what? I'm not going out of business. My dealers aren't going out of business and I'm not going to let them. And you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to communicate more with them than I've ever communicated uh, before. And that book made a world of difference. And anybody that's in sales needs to get that book. This is an oldie, but a goodie. Jeff, you're familiar with this Simon, who actually does our production on the show. Simon Aronowitz wrote this book. He's also known as a testimonial guru, not just a show expert. The untapped gold mine testimonials, testimonials, testimonials. If you own a store, you own a business, you need testimonials you need to advertise your testimonials you need to talk with everybody on your staff whether it's the girl that answers the phone or a delivery driver everybody needs to be on the same page with testimonials and i don't know exactly how good it is but i think it's pretty darn good come back to bed it's a good bar. it's it's uh Mark Kinsley and Mark Quinn's book. I haven't gotten all the way through it. Um, but what I like about, believe it or not, this book, my book sell a million and this book kind of go together really, really well, because my book is a lot of tactics and this book really talks about how to position yourself and kind of finding your why and there are tactics and there are in there but those are just a few books um so guys we are putting 2020 to bed do you guys have a process for saying goodbye to 2020 what you like to do things that you know would help some of our store owners and some of our reps and some of our rsas that are watching that they could take into their, uh, business or their lives and, and kind of help them put 2020 to bed and say goodbye to the year and actually start to get ready for 2021. Jeff, you're a store owner. What do you do brother? Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, listen, you know, we all, we all live and die by the end of the month, the quarters, the years. Right. And yeah, you know, we are not, you know, we are not uh wall street magnates, so. You know, our jobs aren't on the chopping chopping block with every quarterly report. It's a marathon. Um, that's how I look at it. I've never really uh, gotten into the new year, new me, because the calendar page turns. Everything's going to be great, and I think a lot of people, quite honestly, are setting themselves up for some great disappointment. Uh, you know, when this is all over, twenty twenty one. I mean, I'm not. I'm not so sure. That that's I hate to be the the, the naysayer, but I'm just not so sure that you're going to get the the result that people might want by simply turning a calendar page. Um, and I don't think we should wait to turn into a new month, into new a new quarter or new year. You know, do something right now. Uh, I mean, I've yeah. been uh, I've been I've been working my butt off this year. I mean, published two books and authored a new guide that I just got the final proof back yesterday for that's just really kicked butt. I can't, I can't wait to start getting it out there. But um, yeah, this time of year, I actually feel like I speed up um, because the way I try to run myself is I, I build in uh, breaks and rejuvenation time and time away. Uh, <clears throat> actually, as of late, I've been doing a lot of driving, getting lost. Um, uh, enjoying the, the back country of the areas that I live in. Uh, and it's done a lot for me from uh, clearing my head and finding focus. Um, you need to get to the root of the problem. You need to get to the root of anything you're looking to do. Um, I would, I'll, I'll, I'll wrap up with this, you know, as far as putting, putting the bow on a year, starting a new year, you know, cutting bait on a project, starting a new project, is you need to find the root source of the reason why you're doing it, the, 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 the reason why somebody would buy something from you. You need to get to that root cause. So study the story of Beowulf, which is an age old story. It's actually um, the oldest written record of the English language. It's about six, six 700 years old, as I understand it. Um, it's pre Gutenberg printing press type stuff um but study that story of beowulf where um beowulf has to go down into the bottom of the swamp and slay the mother of the the swamp beast that was coming out to kill everybody um study that story because it's very appropriate for everything business related whether you're trying to find a new angle for a new thing you need to get to the root emotion and why people would buy that from you uh so if you're trying for trying to sell to the topical uh you know surface emotion the success of whatever it is you're trying is probably not going to be that lasting but if you get to that real deep down lasting emotion you know connectiveness it'll hunt all day long the promotion the merchandise whatever will really really go well if you're if you've got struggles with your team with your staff with yourself with your spouse whatever you've got to really dig deep and get down to that problem uh, and that root cause of the problem um so for me i mean it's always about finding finding that angle finding that 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 root cause the causation whether that happens on january 1st or december 31st is for me personally is not a big consequence um you know i'd like to think we are in a marathon here and uh you know that that's what i i don't put a lot of weight into it so I'm, it's not a direct answer to the question but that's how i that's how i approach it at least
0: well, no, thank you. for You actually gave some very specific things. So, um, getting lost in country roads and being be, what, what you were saying is this, uh, Dan Cricks, who I was in a mastermind with, who, you know, uh, went to the same school that we did with Dan Kennedy. Um, what he used to do when he had his automobile business, he, he, he had a, a mechanics business where he worked on cars. He would shut his door to his office and he would turn everything off and he'd say, leave me alone. And he would just go in there and he would go into thought and he would work on his business instead of in his business. And what you just did is the same exact thing. He shut the door, turned the lights off, threw his feet up on the desk and just was quiet and listened for ideas. You went driving, right? And yep. you're alone with your thoughts and you found. So here is, I think, the bigger play. Spend time alone with you and your thoughts. Work on your business strategically as opposed to always being mired down in the business. And if it means you have to hire someone time, hire someone part time. You got to get away from this business. You got to get away from the grind. Even if you're a small store, you have to do that or you're never going to blossom into the store that you could have been. So
2: yeah, that's, I mean, I, I, I'll hold something up. You know, this is the the year end show. You asked for specificity, how you put a bow on it. What, you know, I think, yeah. I think we're going to get to the next question, but, I'll hold this up. Anybody that wants, you can email me. We've shown the email. Uh, Let me, there we go. So this is like my daily planner, real simple. Little sheet I carry around, fill it out. I mean, it's not gonna mean anything on the screen, but I'm showing it to to show. You know, that getting away, time for yourself, uh, quite honestly, for years, I had a tremendous amount of guilt about doing that because I felt an obligation to my family, to my business partner, business partners over the years, various ones, uh, employees, factories, like, I've got to be on, I got to be answering this phone, I got to be writing orders, I got to be doing this and doing that. And I would feel very guilty about just taking vacation time, let alone carving out time to, you know, work on the business. So I would in a mad frenzy, I would do all this extra work in the wee hours of the morning before (laughs) heading out for vacation before taking a day in a mastermind group that I was a part of. I don't do that anymore there there needs to be a budget there needs to be time in your schedule daily even if it's 20 minutes uh for yourself for your business for your sanity for your personal relationships you need to like kind of carve that out and budget it um that's what i do it's been tremendously helpful uh met all the goals this year and even long-term goals are well in advance um Uh, Actually, New Year's weekend, Uh, I'm going to sit taking a jaunt down to West Virginia. Actually, to uh, look at some land and see see what uh, see what might come of that. That's that's a five year plan that's been put forward uh, here pretty quick. So, awesome,
0: Chris. What do you got? Putting twenty twenty to bed. Here's what I got. You got a to do list about a hundred miles. Hi Precious,
1: how are you? You can't hear because I've got AirPods in. But you could say hi and you could say Merry Christmas to Jeff and Peyton. Hi, Precious. And everybody Merry and all the in all the Merry Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thank you. Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Okay. you are you out. being shy,
0: honey? It's
1: okay. <laughs> A little bit. She she's an aspiring uh, uh, YouTuber and uh, podcaster herself. Maybe she'll have to reach out to you for some pointers. Um, hey. in, in sincerity, she uh, she did want to make an appearance I wish you guys a merry Christmas. But uh, I'm glad that she did that because uh, uh, in in closing out 2020, um, uh, that's uh, that's the inspiration and motivation that I leverage uh, to make sure that uh, and and I always looked at. You know going into the new year like jeff had mentioned about just flipping the page over um to me that's always been a psychological inhibitor um i had my uh i had a birthday a few weeks back and uh you guys could attest to this um the day before your birthday and then the day after your birthday you feel absolutely zero difference whatsoever you're still dealing with the same issues you're dealing with uh um the the, the same matters at hand and, um, and and to confess, although there will be some things that I'll do personally to close out this year, uh, we're going to go on a nice road trip. Uh, we're going to uh, head down to Arkansas, visit family and friends for the holidays. Uh, but um, in, in the end, and I know that you guys will appreciate this, I am a sales guy. I am an account executive. Uh, there's going to be times where on an eight and a half hour drive, when everybody else decides to nod off and go to sleep, uh, what am I going to be thinking about? I'm going to be thinking about how I can help my retailers. I'm going to be thinking about um, what what kind of messages I can bring to um, the dealer community, whether they're my customers or they're not my customers. I, I, I do believe uh, that I have a lot to offer to uh, everybody out there, regardless if they choose to buy from me or not. Um, it's been a tough year, um, leveraging what you were talking about, uh, in terms of your book, Pete, which, um, I, I, I'm a big fan of everybody should be a big fan of it. Anybody that hasn't read that yet really needs to get their hands on that. You will learn a tremendous amount. Um, and, uh, uh really just, uh, parlaying that idea of, um, being there for each other, regardless if you guys are even competitors or not. Um, there are a lot of great ideas to be had from a lot of very intelligent uh very focused and uh, very determined people and uh uh that's what i'm looking forward to in 2021 not much different than what i'm doing today but um uh, that psychological inhibitor new year new year new, new you rather and uh i'm looking forward to it and it's been a pleasure uh spending uh, time with you guys this morning
0: well don't don't get going too quick so what chris said is a lot of what jeff said make some time for yourself spend some time with your family and i have to say this you know if you're looking to improve sales or marketing in your business whether you're a sales professional or you're a business owner get a weekly coaching session and a pep talk from me this is what i'm doing that's new guys a sales professional with 39 years' experience, from the retail floor as a retail salesperson to a factory rep, <laughs> I started as a retail salesman who was so afraid to even say hi to a customer. Now I'm coaching salespeople across the country. Congratulations, Let me just take
2: it, that's awesome. Yeah.
0: Well, I'm fantastic. giving it away. Perfect. It's absurd what i'm doing uh, but if you want to overcome your sales sticking points turbocharge your ability find out what the customer really needs close more sales and raise your ticket values i'm here to help you be better at what you do sign up at pete primo's weekly playbook go to slash playbook that's slash playbook do it now it's it's, it's group coaching slash mastermind. And I have a feeling that the very first session, uh, that we do this, there'll be one person on the call and they're going to get a private coaching call. That's worth $500 for practically nothing. Uh, and as we build up, we're going to have to limit how many people are in there so that everybody can benefit. But there is nothing like a mastermind, absolutely nothing. And with that, Jeff, I want you to talk about what you're doing with your alliance. Ah, Jeff?
2: National Alliance. Yeah, I'm
0: here. I want you to talk Uh, about it. I want you to be a little commercial for yourself because if I was a retailer, I would be part of your alliance.
2: Yeah, so I wasn't, apologies. So listen, I see a void.
0: i throwing for a loop, um, Chris, because I didn't tell him I was going <laughs> to do that.
2: Yeah, no. Usually I'm prepared. Um, yeah. So I see a void for the main street retailer to really position themselves as an authority. Um, when you look in the echelon of selling, how you might position yourself in the market: celebrity is tops, authority is second, and then you know three and down. It's kind of like uh, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, you got the guy with the Cadillac, the guy with the snake, steak knives, and then everybody else that's either fired or doesn't have, a, you know, doesn't matter anymore. Um, so for me, what I saw, what I see is, is retailers really struggle to establish themselves as an authority uh, in their marketplace against the chains, the department stores, the big boxes. Well, how do you become an authority? You write a book. So, you know, one of the things we did this year is, and I, my copy I'm just not finding here at my desk. But anyway, we authored the book Sleep Better. I authored this book um, and then have since licensed it out to the industry. So, you as an independent retailer can become an author. This is Jerry LeComp's oh, copy yeah, of his book. That,
0: yeah, that's what I was going to say. That's not you. You didn't author that book, Jerry LeComp offered that book. And that's the right. beauty of what Jeff does for retailers he's going to make you the expert the absolute authority in your marketplace and guess what you don't have to spend the thousands of hours and thousands of dollars that jeff did to to develop these materials they're developed for you um you guys need to get with jeff just just reach out to jeff jeff at gardner's mattress and more or if there's something you want to point them to that's better than that jeff you go ahead and you do that
2: yeah, I mean, if you you know, so anyway, we, you know, we, we make you the author, you've got this book, you've got uh, The Magic of Sleep, which is a little customer appreciation book. There's another uh, client's book, All Sleep in Connecticut. And then, you know, we have these guides as well. So it's a really, it's a, it's a, it's a package, right? And there's group coaching to go with it to show you how to use this stuff and profit from it. If you want more, you go to NAOSBS, National Alliance of Sleep Better Specialists. So it's the letters, the call letters, naosbs.com forward slash discover. And there's a whole video there. You know, you know if, if you're so inclined, if you're really looking for that edge, a new way to market and position your business um, and get the very best customers at the highest margins and, and not have the headaches that typically go along with that, that you might think, then the Alliance is something you should check out for sure.
0: And so the chapter that I read, oh, thanks for putting it up guys. You guys are the best. These guys are so good on the fly, Billy or Simon, put that in there. And, um, I read a chapter in my book about mastermind. This is a mastermind, you know, his group coaching is a mastermind and you guys need to be part of this and um if you don't shame on you you want to have your best year ever this is one thing that you can do as a as a mattress store owner or furniture store owner to really elevate your game and with that I just want to ask you guys one more question what are you guys doing and we've kind of touched around the edges of this to have your best year ever in 2021. And by the way, guys, before you have at that, I appreciate what you say. And I feel the same way about calendars and birthdays as well. And I just want to piggyback on something that Jeff said that's really important and and why, you know, me and Jeff have a joke. We're, We're brothers from different mothers because we think so much alike on so many things, but something that Jeff said, I want to make sure you guys all get this. It's huge is if you feel like you need to make a change about something about your store, your business, forget that your personal life, it doesn't matter what it is. Start making the change. Now I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to be very brutal with you. My father died at age 51. I'm 60. My grandfather died at age 44. That is the greatest blessing in the world, because I knew that not one day was guaranteed to me my whole life. I've known that and I live that way. And I am lucky and blessed that my family history is what it is. And I understand very clearly that nothing is guaranteed in this life. So if there's something that you need to change, you need to improve, do it today. And just, you know, we're not talking about solving a complex problem overnight. What we're, what we're saying is take the first step now. And the first step now, if you're a store owner and you don't have the results, guys, put that back up. Go to Jeff's website. Where's that website? Put it back up. <laughs> no. Get it going now. O S B ask.com i'm sorry that i sounded so brutal on that but i get a little carried away sometimes. <laughs> and uh jeff's laughing at me because he knows i get that way so guys how do you well, listen this year, one, one,
2: yeah one thing uh and then chris you go ahead but um and and i'll follow up but you you know pete about starting now right like do it today i was at it i was at a dan kennedy seminar uh one of his classic two-day events in cleveland it was, a, it was a wealth seminar uh, about the art of, you know, setting your, your personal life, your business life up to, to be financially independent. And um, he said something that really resonated, not because I was in this position, but because I applied it to every other aspect of my life. He said, look, if you're bankrupt, if you got no money, the only people calling you are the people who you owe money to, it doesn't matter. The thing you can do in that moment right away is 10% of whatever you have, just put aside for yourself, pay yourself first, put it away for the new start. He said, do you really think that anybody's going to be any less upset at that moment in time if you can give them 10% less? Do you really think that's going to be matter? He said, but what that will do for you is begin a new step forward. And the hardest part in anything is the start. So right now, if you're a retailer, you know, you've looked down the barrel of this year and it's come blasting out at you. That's the way you feel. Start right now. Look, the day you're listening to this, you've got problems and you feel like you can't handle it. Step away. Go jump in your car, take a 20, 30 minute drive or an hour drive. I guarantee you when you come back, you're going to tackle that problem right away. You're going to feel better about it you know that that's an immediate payment and, and dividend you can pay yourself right away um do those things like that right now don't wait for a new new month don't wait for a new year start making those investments into yourself um and your you, your entire uh mood and and way you think about yourself changes um you know that's that's what I would have to say there so anyway best year ever chris Sorry, I didn't mean to digress there, but
1: that's what I do. Not, not at all, not at all. I enjoy listening to Jeff. Uh, the, um, uh, my contribution would be, um, uh, I think the key word would be vigilance. Um, so I was a big uh, Chicago Bulls fan growing up. And I remember, Uh, After they had won their first championship, all the players were sitting out, uh, they they were doing a a special show and they were systematically going to uh, some of the players and asking them who their toughest opponents were. And, you know, of course, Michael Jordan would say Joe Dumar, Scotty Pickman would say Dennis Rodman. When they when they got to Bill Cartwright, Bill Cartwright simply said, my hardest opponent is the next one. And what I mean by that is, is that if it's one thing that um, uh, getting back into the lessons um, of uh, the recent past, um, at the end of 2019, um, it was a very exciting time for me. Um, I, had, uh, uh, I had achieved quite a bit um, through my partnership with my retailers, but who in the world would have ever foreseen uh, what was going to happen in 2020. So basically uh, 2020, one thing that I'll take away from that is that I did have plans. Uh, there were things that I wanted to achieve and, um, not that I'm resting on the laurel of what happened this year. There were things that I did not achieve because of everything uh, that has happened. So, um, just like Bill Cartwright had said, uh, my next opponent is my very next day. Um, what are the challenges that I'm going to have to deal with the very following day? It's not to say that we can't have long-term plans and I'm certainly going to have those. Um, but, uh, um, getting back to a big lesson learned, it's, it's, I have to, in order to make for a successful 2021 for me, I cannot, um, uh, be as, uh, I cannot lament on, Uh, some of the things that I might not have achieved from a, from a year standpoint, if I'm looking at what do I want to achieve in 2021, I can't lament if I can't, uh, gain those achievements, but what I can celebrate, uh, are the daily successes. And, uh, that's what I'm going to be taking with me. And that's why I'm confident I'm going to have a successful 2021. and I'm looking forward to that. And I'm looking forward to helping my retailers in any capacity possible to make sure they have a successful 2021 as well.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, I'm going to go back one question, how I say goodbye to 2020 is I write down and I'm very, I'm brutally honest with myself. I, I have, everything is written down with me and I write down what I failed to do. And before I start that process, I start a fire. I, I have a fire outside. And I burn it and then I write down all my successes. And then because I'm a Christian, I say, thank you, Lord Jesus for blessing me and helping me to have the strength and the fortitude and the, uh, the, the luck that I had this year. Thank you very much. And I burn, I burn my successes as well. And. Basically, I'm saying goodbye. So one of my favorite quotes is, failure waits for all those who stay with some success made yesterday. And that's by John Wooden, the, the, the uh, famous UCLA coach. So I actually burn my successes from 2020 because they're, they, they, they no longer apply. And then I write out my goals for 2021. Um, and I keep those in front of me. And, and that's what I do. I ask myself a couple of tough questions. What do I need to change in me to be able to achieve these goals? What is it? What do I need to change in my daily habits? So it doesn't need to be 10 things. It needs to be one or two things. If you write 10 things down you want to change, just narrow it down to one or two that are the most important to you. Uh, but I have to change... I'm I'm never going to change the outcome of my results unless I change something in my daily habit. So years ago, I stopped waking up at six or seven o'clock in the morning. I started waking up at four. It was the only way to do everything that I wanted to do. So I wake up at four o'clock in the morning and that's what I do. And some people say, you know, that's crazy, blah, blah, blah. You know what? Everyone has their life to live. I have my life to live, and I'm happy with how I'm living it. I'm happy with the results. So I've been very, very lucky and very blessed. And this uh, episode, guys, you guys shared so much, so much great information. Um, I just wanted to say thank you and Merry Christmas to you guys. And I'm I've got a little present for you guys, um, Jeff. You know what this is. You turned me on to this. Oh yeah. This, was, yep. this is a journal and there is nothing better. I guess this might be a one last tip for everybody that's watching. Um, journal, write your thoughts down. And if you want one of these, like my video and uh, I might send you one. Like my video, make a comment, say, Pete, send me one of those cool red journals. I want to journal like a champion and write my thoughts down in a place that's just for me and my thoughts. So Chris and uh, Jeff, those are coming out to you uh, with my oh, compliments. Thank you, and thank you thank so you, much. And, and Merry Christmas. Now, my pleasure. Um, any final thoughts before we say goodbye to the guys and gals?
2: Hey, I just want to say congrats on the uh, on the playbook. I'm going to go after we're done here and check out what that website's like. So congratulations on uh, getting that off the ground. That's great. I'm excited for you. You kept that a secret from me. We talk
0: all the time. Um, I know. And uh, I just forget. Yeah, got so much going Um, on, brother.
2: (laughs) But anyway, thanks everybody for tuning in. Chris, good hanging out with you here with our uh, silly hats on and. Um <laughs> having fun here. Have sure fun here are. at our time. Yeah. Hey, yeah. there's
0: there's another tip. For, uh, here's another tip for whoever's watching this, whether you own a store, you own a business, you're you're an RSA or you're a sales rep, be a little silly. Have fun. Be yourself. Don't get so hung up on being perfect all the time, guys. Perfection will kill your success. That's a whole nother subject for another time. Chris, thanks for being here, brother.
1: And thank you, you very much for having me. I had fun. Uh, yes, I do. Uh, congratulations, Pete, on the year that you've had. Um, and uh, you know, thanks for inspiring me a lot more than you probably give yourself credit for. Uh, thank you for all the uh, advice that you give me when you don't even probably know that you're giving it. Uh, same to you, Jeff. Uh, you've been a very inspirational figure for me, too. Um, I know that some of the things that you did very early on in the challenges of this year were not easy. Um, and and you did things that probably ninety seven or ninety eight percent of the people in your position would not have done, uh, which is to stand up for yourself, stand up for your fellow business community, um, and uh, and speak out and defend yourselves accordingly. And I want you to know that even from here, we don't, I don't live in the same community as you. Uh, I wish I did, uh, because uh, that was very, uh, very inspirational. And hopefully, uh, everybody in your community feels the same way. Cause you, deserve uh, that respect and that admiration. And Merry Christmas, fellas, to you and your families. Merry, Merry
0: Christmas. Thank you, guys. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody.